Soccer Gambling Podcast is presented by Winbet. Winbet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, Winbet has what you need to win. Sign up today, bet $100, and get a $100 free bet at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. We're also brought to you by the SGPN Thanksgiving Free Roll. Everyone who hits a football bingo in our contest will win $100 cash and a $100 gift card to the SGPN store exclusively on the SGPN app. Let's play football. You are listening to your World Cup preview show here on the Soccer Gambling Podcast, primarily focusing on Match Day 9 coming to you via Boston Airport. So if you hear any noise in the background, particularly announcements, it's because I'm doing the show at the airport. You can follow the Soccer Gambling Podcast on Twitter at SGP Soccer. That's at SGP Soccer. You can follow the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. They are at the SGP Network. That's at the SGP Network. And finally, you can follow my Twitter account. I am at LockBettingCom. That's at LockBettingCom. I said at the top of the show, we'll primarily be focusing on Match Day 9 because we also will be looking at how the groups sit at the moment and who could potentially exit in the group stage and who could play who in the round of 16 as it sits at the moment so we'll be glossing over that after we cover these games but we'll start with tomorrow's games we begin with the game between Cameroon and Serbia where Serbia are the 8-11 favourites it's 13-5 on the draw and it's 17-4 here on Cameroon looking at Cameroon in their opening game against Switzerland they only came to sit in. I thought they would do that. Um, a lot of the African teams have been implementing this tactic. A lot of the Asian teams have been implementing this tactic. And in the end, Switzerland got the breakthrough. And now Cameroon are up against it in terms of qualifying for the next round. I can't really see them doing anything different here other than sitting in, trying to contain Serbia, and then looking to nick the game on the break or via a set piece or something of that nature. Ultimately, I don't see it working out for them. And I'm seeing this better Serbia team getting the breakthrough. I like Serbia to win this with under four and a half goals tacked on here to give you a little bit more of a payout because we're just not seeing a plethora of goals in any of these games so far with so many draws in the first half as well first half unders are just free money right now and I can't see anything changing particularly when we get to the round of 16 that's something to look for because teams really won't want to be eliminated and we're going to see a lot of teams who just about finished second going up against group winners and we may see even more negative football in the round of 16 so I don't necessarily see this tournament picking up I think it's just going to be one of those tournaments where teams sit in with a low block until we see quality teams versus quality teams and even then As it gets later on in tournaments, that's notorious for being cagey. So 
I don't hold a lot of optimism for this tournament all of a sudden exploding and being a golf fest with exciting games. We will have our exciting games from time to time. We'll definitely have a top five or a top ten games from the tournament. We've already had some great games, but ultimately, I think a lot of these games, first half unders, are going to be the way to go. I think here, this could be another one with Cameroon sitting in, looking to move forward a little bit more and be a little bit more positive in the second half. But ultimately, I think the game will open up for Serbia to go ahead and get the win. Serbia is the far more talented team on paper, and I see them getting the breakthrough against the Cameroon team who have now lost their last seven World Cup group stage matches after the defeat against Switzerland. And uh, this win, I think, will set up a big deciding clash between Serbia and Switzerland for second place. I think that was always in the script from the beginning with Brazil probably going through the group with a 100% record. But we'll move on to that game shortly. They are playing at 11am Eastern time tomorrow, 4pm in the UK. Before we get to that, we have to look at the game here between South Korea and Ghana, where South Korea are the 6-4 favourites. It's 21 to 10 here on the draw, and it's 2 to 1 here on Ghana. I think these teams are more even than people think. I didn't really see too much from South Korea in the first game. They just sat in and played for a draw against Uruguay. Uruguay didn't really push for the win enough. They pushed periodically. That was a game where I expected Uruguay to get past South Korea. As for Ghana, they showed a little bit more against Portugal they did go for it and that's why you ended up with a 3-2 game obviously we had that typical first half that we see in this tournament with Ghana sitting in Portugal not over committing and that led to a pretty boring first half but we got an excellent second half an excellent last 30 minutes one of the best 30 minutes of the tournament so far between Portugal and Ghana I narrowly lean towards South Korea getting the win here in this game as Ghana tried to chase it, being in a more desperate situation. But I'm not willing to take them here on the money line. I would be only willing to take them here as a pick. So therefore, you will have to lay some juice at the price of 8-11. to 11. It's pretty much a must-win game for both, but it's more of a must-win game for Ghana. And I think South Korea will come out on top as Ghana push for the push for the win, which is not really in character with the way they play stylistically. Not many gave South Korea a chance against Uruguay, but they come into this one with a point, and I think they'll take some confidence from that point coming into this game. Ghana have failed to win any of their last four World Cup group stage matches, whereas South Korea come into this in some decent form, having lost two of the last 17 competitive matches. And this could be a game where Hyung Ming Song could be key. He will be the best player on the pitch, and he has scored four times in his last five appearances for South Korea. So I lean South Korea here, but only as a pick, because I want that protection of getting a push if the game ends up being a draw. And as I said, you have to lay a little bit of juice in this one with the price of 8-11. to 11. Up next, we move on to the game between Brazil and Switzerland, where Brazil are the clear favourites to win it at the price of 1 to 2 minus 200. It's 10 to 3 on the draw and it's 7 to 1 here on the Swiss. I predicted it at the start of the tournament and I just don't see anything different here for Brazil. I think they'll have to break down a Swiss low block. And they'll have to do it without a couple of players. Danilo is injured. Neymar is injured. Uh, I'm not sure Anthony of Manchester United is fit for this game either. But squad depth is something we spoke about with Brazil. And they have that depth. I really don't think they're going to miss Neymar. From what I've seen of Neymar, particularly at major tournaments, he gets too much of the ball and really slows things down. He doesn't have much of an impact. Yes, he's a great player on his day. But his day hasn't been enough in his career. And whilst ultimately he could end up ahead of Pelé, 
as Brazil's leading goal scorer. He's always going to be a player who didn't really turn up for major tournaments, never won the Ballon d'Or. He moved from Barcelona to PSG to win it and um, was overshadowed by Kylian Mbappe as soon as Kylian Mbappe got there. So I'm not a big fan of Neymar and I don't really think it will make a major difference. It's not affecting my handicapping here of this game. I think Brazil will win it. I think Switzerland will sit in with a low block and therefore I'm going to take Brazil to win with under four and a half goals tacked on. Another way you could play this would be to take Brazil with the over one and a half team goals, which is how we played the last game against Serbia. Just a little bit more hesitant here because I do think that um, Serbia are more of an attacking team than Switzerland. And I think Switzerland will definitely sit in, especially with the, based on the fact that they come into this game with three points already on the board after their 1-0 win on the opening game against Cameroon. Brazil have scored at least twice in seven of the last eight internationals and they have an in-form Richarlison leading the front line. He scored two goals in their last game and the midfield behind him were pretty impressive and solid. Uh, the Swiss, they've conceded three goals apiece against France and Italy at the Euros last year and they tend to struggle against uh, better opposition. So there's good supporting data here for Brazil to be able to get past Switzerland. But ultimately, I'm going to tack on the under four and a half goals to get us away from the 1-2-200 to here in this one. The final game is the game of the day and that's really saying something on a, on a day where Brazil are playing but it's definitely the game of the day here when we're looking at Portugal taking on Uruguay. These were the two teams fancy to contest the group winner in this group but Uruguay started disappointingly and Portugal started out somewhat luckily because they defended very poorly against Ghana. Portugal are the 10-11 to 11 favourites to win on the money line. It's 16-5 to 5 on Uruguay and it's 12-5 to 5 here on the draw. I think Uruguay have to be a little bit more positive tomorrow. They can't sit in with a low block here against Portugal and hope that this quality Portugal team don't get the breakthrough. I think you need to be a little bit more positive than hoping that you can hold Portugal to a cagey draw and then hope that you can beat Ghana, the weakest team in the group, on the final day. I think ultimately one thing that will go in their favour is that I don't know if Portugal will be particularly attack-minded and forcing it tomorrow because a point is really not a bad result here for Portugal either. They play South Korea on the final day knowing that five points may probably enough to get them through. But of course, in this group, everybody wants to avoid Brazil in the round of 16, so there should be an incentive to win it. I think Uruguay do avoid a defeat here, and I'm going to take them at 10-11 to 11 on the double-chance market. They played poorly last time, but Uruguay have won four of the last five World Cup clashes with European sides, whilst Portugal have only won once in nine meetings with South American teams. Now, that's historical data that's not necessarily applicable to this quality Portugal team, but it's still worth mentioning here when covering this game. Uruguay dumped Portugal out of the last World Cup with a 2-1 win and head into this clash having only lost once in their last 10 games. So for me, that's key. This is a team that find a way not to get beaten. And ultimately, I think they'll find a way not to get beaten again tomorrow, aided by Portugal also not pushing and going all out for the win, knowing that a point isn't a terrible result for them either. A loss to Uruguay obviously is because it hands the advantage to Uruguay in terms of winning the group. So my pick here will be Uruguay on the double chance market at a price of 10 to 11 minus 110. Before we move on to looking at the groups, let me take a second out to tell you guys about Winbet. If you're ready to win money and boost your odds, Winbet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. We're bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports bank and casino play. Exclusive rewards are right at your fingertips with Win Rewards on Winbet. There's so much to choose from. 
All you have to do is head over to sportsgallonpodcast.com slash winbet so they know we sent you at sportsgallonpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. The offer is subject to change. Terms and conditions at winbet.com. You must be 21 or older and present in a state where play-through winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Let me also tell you guys about the Cyber Monday sale. You get 20% off everything in the merch store using the code CYBER, C-Y-B-E-R. So just go to store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com for one day only. I um, personally like the hoodies. This is something that I wear all of the time. I um, have hoodies from four or five years back from the SGP and they still look fresh. They're made by proper sports manufacturers like Under Armour, Badger, Nike, North Face. So I definitely recommend those, but I can actually recommend you can get anything and it will be decent. So make sure you take advantage of this on the Monday Cyber Sale, Cyber Monday Sale by using the promo code Cyber for 20% off everything in the merch store. Moving on to looking at how the groups stand, we of course start with Group A. Group A is pretty clear cut. I think we expected that at the start of the tournament with the Netherlands flying through this group. They are currently the one to four favourites to win the group with Ecuador at four to one and Senegal at 11 to one. I'm surprised to see the Netherlands at one to four minus 400 to win this group. I was expecting something closer to minus 1000 because all they have to do is beat Qatar and Qatar looked like a very, very poor side. Um, There is another way they can get overtaken, which is uh, Ecuador putting up a bigger win than Holland on the final day. But I just don't see that happening. They have a much easier game. Ecuador have a difficult game here against Senegal. Senegal are still trying to play to get through to the next round. So that game between Ecuador and Senegal is essentially a playoff to see who qualifies. Ecuador have the advantage. They're the two to five favourites to qualify with Senegal available here at two to one because all Ecuador need to do is avoid defeat to go through. Senegal, they did manage to get the win against Qatar. But as I said, Qatar looked like a team that don't really belong at the World Cup. And Ecuador looked very, very good. They are even the favourites to win that game just because of the way they've played so far. They were the dominant team in periods against the Dutch, which Senegal never were. They decided to sit in and play for a draw and ultimately got caught out in the last five minutes after two goalkeeping errors through Mendy. And now they have their backs up against the wall because they need to chase a game against Ecuador. That's something that they're not good at doing, especially without Sadio Mane in their team. So I ultimately think Ecuador are going to advance with the Dutch but I still think Holland will win the group here and I think 1-4 to four actually has value. When you're looking at who comes through this group and who they play the winner of this group will play the runner-up of Group B which is the group featuring England and the USA and the runner-up of this group will face the winner of Group B and uh, at the moment England are the favourites to win the group. They have four points at the moment after winning their opening game against Iran and drawing their second game against the US and have a big goal difference advantage as well. That could be key after we're all said and done at the end of Group B because if the USA do beat Iran, they'll be on five points. And if England do end up with a draw against the Welsh, they'll be on five points. But England will have the advantage unless the USA can get a bigger win in 6-2 against Iran. So England are in a good position to win the group. All they really need to do is avoid a defeat. Um, The only team that could overtake them if they do avoid a defeat against Wales is Iran because that would put England on five points and ultimately you could see a team overtaking England that England already beat 6-2 in their opener because Iran could still move on to six points by beating the US. I'm not expecting Iran to do that. I'm expecting Iran to sit in and try and play for a draw and if they get that draw, Iran Iran will go through and the USA will exit the World Cup 
without losing a single game, which will be incredible for the USA to emerge from this tournament undefeated and still go out. But that's a real possibility. The only way USA go through is by winning their final game against Iran. USA are 10 to 11 to qualify. Iran are 10 to 11 to qualify. And Wales are all the way out at 16 to 1. So that tells you how balanced this group is. Group B, the conclusion, will be very, very fascinating on Tuesday. Moving on to Group C. Group C is far from clear-cut, but it's a very, very interesting group. Argentina had had an awful result, as we all know, to open up the group against Saudi Arabia. They've bounced back with a win against Mexico. They are now 1-6 to six to qualify from the group. Poland are 2-5. Two to five. It's 5-2 to two on Mexico, and it's 11-4 on Saudi Arabia. Argentina are the 1-2 to two minus 200 favourites to win it, because if they do pick up the win against Poland, they are very, very likely to win the group. The only way they don't win the group by beating Poland is if Saudi Arabia get a big victory against Mexico and overtake Argentina on the goal difference. I'm not expecting that to happen. I think the main challenges to Argentina winning this group will be Poland. If Poland can hold out, put men behind the ball, set up in a low block and make themselves difficult to break down, they could possibly steal a draw, a nil-nil draw most likely away from that game. If you have Argentina to win the group, I'd be looking at a hedge specifically on a nil-nil draw uh, because I think that's the only way Poland get anything out of that game. But after beating Mexico, I do expect Argentina to go on and win that game and win the group as for who comes second it's going to be interesting because Poland have already beaten Saudi Arabia and I would expect Mexico to do the same I think Saudi Arabia had their big moment against Argentina but I just don't see them repeating that I do see both Poland and Mexico beating them and then ultimately that's going to come down to goal difference Mexico ended up losing 2-0 to Argentina and Poland got a 2-0 win against Saudi Arabia so we're going to need to see a big swing here for Mexico to go ahead of Poland which is why Poland are more significant favourites to qualify here from the group. Group D has already been won by reigning world champions France. Australia are the 80-1 to outsiders to win the group ahead of France. That would require a miracle. It's not even worth talking about. As for the qualification odds, Denmark here are available at 8-15. It's 15-8 to on the draw and Tunisia are out at 12-1. to Tunisia would need to beat France and would need the other game to be a draw and Tunisia would need to overturn a goal difference to finish ahead of Australia, putting them on four points and also leaving Australia on four points. If Australia were to lose that game, then Denmark would be moving on to four points and Tunisia would again need to beat France and overturn a goal difference from Denmark. I don't think it's going to happen. I don't see Tunisia getting anything from the France game, so especially not a win. So we'll move on from that scenario and we're looking at a straight shootout between Australia and Denmark. The odds basically tell you that Denmark are 8-15 to to win that game and Australia are 15-8 to to avoid a defeat which would ultimately see them qualify with four points. And um, I, for one, think that Denmark will find a way to win that game. They've got decent pedigree at tournaments. They had a good squad coming into the tournament. They've got Christian Eriksen now, where who they didn't have at the Euros. And uh, we saw what they did at the Euros, getting through to the semi-final, only losing to England on extra time. So I think Denmark will get through here, and that should set them up for a last 16 game against Argentina, who I'm expecting to win Group C, which would mean France would be playing the runner-up of Group C. And I expect that to be France versus Poland.
The final two groups we look at here are groups E and F. We don't need to look at the two groups we covered today because only one game has been played. We'll touch on that on the top of the next show. Spain are in control of Group E. They have four points so far, and they're the one to nine minus nine hundred favourites to qualify. It's five to one on Japan, and it's twenty-eight to one on Costa Rica. Germany can't win the group, but they are now one to four minus four hundred to qualify. In order for Germany to qualify, all they'll have to do is beat Costa Rica and make sure that their goal difference is ahead of Japan. If Japan managed to get something from Spain, so if Japan end up getting a draw with Spain that will put them on four points if Germany beat Costa Rica that will also put them on four points and Germany will have to have a better goal difference than Japan at the moment Japan's goal difference is even if they were to get a draw with France their goal difference would remain even and Germany going into this game with Costa Rica their goal difference at the moment is minus one as a result of their loss to Japan and then their draw with Spain so they would need to beat Costa Rica by two goals to qualify so one to four minus 400 is a little bit short but ultimately they're not expecting Japan to get anything from France they're expecting Japan to lose uh, against Spain sorry they're expecting Japan to lose again and finish on three points they're expecting Costa Rica to finish on three points and they're expecting Germany to narrowly qualify with four points and that would mean that Germany go through to face the winner of the other group we're going to look at here which is group F At the moment, this is an absolutely wide open group. It's led by Croatia. Croatia have four points at the moment as a result of their win against Canada and their draw in the opener against Morocco. Morocco also have four points because they drew Croatia and got a big upset win against Belgium. This now puts Belgium out to six to four plus 150 to qualify from the group. So in order for Belgium to qualify, they are going to have to beat Croatia in the final game, putting them onto six points. That will leave Croatia on four points. And what that means is, is that Morocco would only need one point to qualify from their final game against Canada. This is why Morocco at the moment are the one to 16 favourites, which means it's very likely we are either going to lose Belgium, one of the tournament favourites and the, who were the favourites to win this group, or Croatia, who were the World Cup finalists last time out. This was always for me the real group of death and it looks exactly like that at the moment I do think that Belgium will find a way to grind out a win against Croatia and uh, despite the fact that Croatia have just got a massive win against Canada I think there's a real possibility that they could go out of the World Cup here because I just don't see Morocco slipping up against Canada in the final game Canada can no longer qualify they're not in a qualification market because they're out of the World Cup which adds even more weight to the argument that Morocco are going to get something from that game and probably win it to make sure that they qualify top of the group So that concludes your group roundup. I'll be looking at the two remaining groups to start off tomorrow's show as we recap the games featuring Portugal, Uruguay, Brazil, Switzerland, etc. I apologise for the noise in the background. As I said, I was doing this show at Boston Airport. I won't be tomorrow. Until then, good luck with all your bets as always. And thanks for listening.